On tonight's episode, the dads tie one on with You'll Shoot Your Eye Out, a seasonal red from Carbox. The dads get into the movies, new ones, holiday ones, and which one reigns supreme. Get a little sloppy in the sports hole, talking Niners, Bears, and the future of Urban Meyer. So sit back, relax, and enjoy responsibly, because this is Dad's Drinking Beer. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer, everybody. This is your open invite back to the local bunker where two dads in Austin tonight are going to talk about beer, sports, holiday movies, real movies coming back to the theaters, and overall just surviving this beautiful fucked up world in 2021. I'm Jim, here with my partner and co-host, Chris. Chris, what's up, man? Oh, <laughs> bunker is locked and loaded and just cracked a fresh one. So life is good. Life is very good. It's holiday party season. Please be safe when you're going out. That was kind of our outro in the last episode. Uh, quick disclaimer to get off of our hairy backs. Okay, my hairy back <laughs> right in the beginning. Our music specialist who used to help us bring music into our podcasts Um Kind of shit the bed. Yeah. We had some technical difficulties. I thought our last episode was great. It was right? Great. It was a good episode. Great episode. Great, stood, great episode. It stood on its three legs. Some would like, say the greatest of season two. You know what? Yeah. That, I, I saw the comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. It definitely did its best with what it could. And I think it could have been elevated had it had some music clips because we talked about Christmas music. But we want to come out right now and say, it for, for whatever reason... They have tightened security on those audio clips. Making it harder to steal music, basically. So, yeah. yeah. So, we need to find a new workaround. Yeah. If you know anybody <laughs> or know a guy who knows a guy or, or gal um, or they, please send them to the dads because we want to be able to have other ways to perk up your ears more than just my great voice and my great voice see you know i mean like yeah if you didn't fall asleep you're still with ready us. for that yeah you're, you're good trust me you're a natural you don't need to reset anything so that's where we're coming from just so you know we're gonna work on it and season three and beyond should be even better but yep. it is holiday party season i want to throw out a quick shout out to yep. cobalt which is a really cool company that my wife works for. We got to go to Perry's last night downtown. Did you have like a big old steak in that whole No, oh. pork chop. Oh, yeah, that's the, the, that's the thing. The pork that's chop. Right. Yeah, the pork chop. And everyone who thought initially, like 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 what you just said, I'm going to get the steak, they saw my plate come yeah. out and no, said, fuck, I messed this up. This was stupid. Yeah. Um, I had enough for lunch today, and, and Claire had some for lunch today, too. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. It wasn't the Friday... Cut. It was yeah. a real bigger one, which yeah. is crazy. Sorry, it's not the thirty-two ounce. It's forty-eight now. Right. It's bigger. Um, forty-eight ounces. Jesus Christ! They cut out the eyelash to the side, which is where you where they want you to start on the Friday chop. And it's like they put a line through it with a fucking toothpick and say, "Hey, start there." But you, it, it is the best tasting part. It's the most tender yeah. brown sugary rub. I I think I texted you. I was just like, "Hey, this, this meal's dinner amazing. is fantastic! Like, like unbelievable." <laughs> But my point of getting to that was it's very cool to be out and about. Yeah. Very cool to go out to dinner with a big group. And 
You know, the dad's drinking beer were the fucking talk of the fucking party, man. Look at you. Look at you. Networking. I love that. I passed out no less than 20 stickers. One of the guys, Justin, whose wife's name was Brittany, a very good looking couple. I asked, asked, why aren't you wearing denim? (laughs) A little Brittany Justin joke there that no one really got, which I'm sure you guys didn't either. But he put the fucking sticker on his phone in front of me. Amazing. Three other dads down the row. Great pod. I'm subscribing now. Solid I'm doing pod. it. Hey, and nice dick. You're like, wait, what? Whoa! Are you under the table with a flashlight? Different subscription. Hey, yeah. That's your OnlyFans. So I, I just wanted to shout it out that Cobalt has uh, some dads fans. And we did a little bit of growing in the last couple nights. And it was fun to be out. And I had a great meal. So holiday parties are going. We're nine days from Christmas. Uh, Chris, Fuck. give me a little update right now. Like, like... I know you had your your work, work we did. party. Talk to me about that. Funny thing, we actually our theme was denim and diamond based on the Britney Justin famous denim outfit. I don't know if you knew that. You you know what's weird is I never made the connection. Yeah, because your wife looked great. Yeah. in her denim. Yeah, we looked like I I said we, everyone looked like a bunch of Shawshank Redemption uh, extras. <laughs> <laughs> so we, but you I mean, had a denim good. shirt on too. I, I mean, I, was, I, I wore a denim shirt and jeans and a Canadian tuxedo, so I was rocking that. But um, yeah, some people went. Oh, it, it was really weird to see people's interpretation of what denim and denims meant. Okay, so okay. Some people wearing like, overalls. Some people wearing like a denim jacket with like bedazzled shit on it. Some people were like in like just like what we were, just like wow. denim. Yeah, but it was like it, the right way to go like, through. Yeah, it. like like eighties and nineties, and I think maybe one or two people had like the full on outfit like Britney and Justin okay. but, but it but, was fun but you had to tell a few people like hey this isn't a white trash party it, that was the thing it was like some people were white trashed it up and they would look like a bunch of farmers so I don't hate it but you almost are like hey you kind of missed the boat here it's just it just I mean I get it you're wearing jeans you're wearing denim it counts but you're kind of off right it's supposed to be all denim anyway sure. it was a cool place I've never been to this place it was a bowling alley with a, a mechanical bowl so it was a I think it's called bowl and bowl or Bull and bull. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry if one. I messed up your name. But a uh, great space. In Austin. Time. In Austin. Um, yeah, we didn't go too crazy. Just crazy enough. It was great. Great time. Good holiday. Holiday that. parties are a fun thing. Honestly. If you do it right, you can fuck up at a holiday party. Especially if you're like in a management role. You don't want to go too crazy. You don't want to be the guy with your fucking pants down. Yeah. But it's good to go hang out, do a little kind of socializing, and then get the hell out. We, I think I set myself an alarm on my phone. 10.30 to kind of like wrap it up, and we left at 11. Well, okay. I was going to say, that's very mature of you. It was. That's, that's a huge step up of uh, what I would expect to be able to like commit to. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was great. It was great to get out. Uh, we did, you know, obviously, the uh, just to recap, we had a great time last night. And tomorrow night, uh, in, in reality, my sales team is doing a virtual Outing, okay. Which uh, we decided on a whiskey tasting spot. Amazing. These companies have really taken advantage of the environment. Totally. Said, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bring you the stuff. So at my house right now, I got this cool little box with four different samples of whiskey. We're gonna have a facilitator come on, and in an hour and a half or whatever tomorrow night after work, we're all gonna have a little bit of whiskey together. And uh, yeah, I mean it. I, I literally said last night, like 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 whiskey or going to Perry's with the team, and that's just hammering home. Where maybe I don't need the day to day, but if we have a party, if we have a something, I I would always lean to say yes, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 
But I, don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doubting tomorrow night will be cool. It'll be already over by the time this episode comes out. But regardless, the dinner is what I would prefer. Ten out of ten. Cool. Hey, what are we drinking tonight? Ooh, baby, I got a hot one for you. It's actually really cold, so don't put your tongue on it because your tongue will freeze to it. Okay. It is. Don't threaten me with a good time. From Carbock Brewing. Out of I'd Houston. actually, out I'd actually Houston. never seen this before. Out of Houston, yes. Uh, the Yule Shoot Your Eye Out Seasonal. It's a red, uh, 5.6, beautiful can, standard Carbock, kind of like mishmash of the thing. Got the, the, the you know. The leg lamp. The leg lamp. The beautiful. The, the, the major award. As it's it, major. The it's fragile. Yeah. Yeah, you just said it on the side, look, fragile. <laughs> Um, what a great can from Carbock, Great can dude. from Carbock. I'm, I'm not a, usually a big red fan, but I will tell you, I am a pretty big fan of Christmas Story. Not the biggest, because that comes up later. Yeah. But, but I'm excited about this beer. Um, cool can. I love anything Christmas Story. It's always kind of fun. This week, we watched A Christmas Story with my two boys for their, for their first time. And a couple times I had to look over from the wife and, and she said, you know, is there anything bad in here? And I literally said, if you take offense from a leg and a, you know, nine-year-old boy kind of stroking the thigh and looking up it with a little <laughs> bit of a, like, like a lower butt cuff. A butt cuff? I was like, if, you, if, if that bugs you, then yes. Otherwise, this movie is perfect to watch. I'm like, fuck, it's, it's on repeat all day Christmas it's, anyway. It's literally they, a, f- a full 24-hour yeah. loop, yeah. And they're uh, seven and five, so they, they, they were okay. They were okay. I remember when I saw it when I was a kid, I thought it actually was made in like the 20s. It, it has that yeah. old feel. Yeah. Like there's cobwebs on it while you're watching it. Just it just feels old. And, and I mean, it came out, what, in the 80s? 83. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't... It's, it's been a part of my Christmas for as long as I've been on this planet. Pretty much, I mean, a couple years. But it's been, it's fantastic. It's a great movie. Well, it's time to go into our, our mouths and our, our gullet and our stomach. Our and, gullet. and we're going to try this gullet. out. Set, so, who are, this Carbox can is literally like, we we crank it hard to a Christmas story. Yeah. Yule, shoot your eye out, and Yule is that you know Yule, Yule tide. Yeah, Yule. Yule, you're right. Yule log, like Huel from Breaking Bad. Not Huel, Yule. Yeah, that's what I said. Yule, oh, Yule, Yule. Sure. Ooh, synchronized cracking. Jinx. Okay, here, cheers, happy holidays. You give me your thirst take. Okay, I'll give you my thirst take. Yeah, first. you brought the beer tonight. You you can do the thirst take. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Chris clears his gullet. Wow. Um, here's the thing. Thirst take. It has a very like underlying red beard, like a, you know, like a red. It's got a little bit of like um sweetness, like a little like almost like a citrusy kind of like a orangish vibe. I like it. I like it. I, I do like the can and the and the you know, it's got the little glasses with the um you know, the broken lens on there. Oh, um man. It's kind of got all the things you want. Even the O and out is a target. It's like a dartboard. Right. Yeah. And it all says right. it's a major award. I love it. Cheers. Cheers. I'll give you a thirst take. That was a great, that was a great thirst take. I'm interested to hear your take. Your thirst take. Thirst take. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's festive. It's. It feels like it's got some kind of a... I had uh, to do two takes. Like an added Christmas 
like vibe to yeah. it. Like, hey, if you if this weren't a big ass punch bowl at your Christmas party, guess what? Adding some fucking mistletoe to you it. You would have some yeah. to it. Yeah, hold on. You you chug that. It's a two ounce sip. <laughs> Standard issue. Got more citrus on that one. All right, loaded with smooth caramel mash and a citrus twist. Yeah. I definitely got the citrus on the second sip. We triple dog dare you to find a better holiday ale. Oh, fudge. Oh, fudge. Except it wasn't fudge. That's right. Such that a was good big because my kids looked up and they were like, really? And I said, you bet. Like, yeah. I feel like Don't that, even think. But when I was a kid, I feel like that movie lasted a lot. Like, it was like a long movie. But it's but it just was, a regular movie. Well, because there's so many GD commercials and when you That's watch it. True. That's we true. We watched it on a, a streaming service and it was an hour 20. But there's also so many layers to the movie. There's the, the rabbit costume. There's the bullies. There's the there's like the, his little montage moments where he's like a, you know. Farkas. Yeah, Farkas. There's the tongue. There's the school. There's the... Well, the, the tongue always happens so early, too, though. And I'm like, oh, my God, is the movie almost over? The tongue's like in the first 20 minutes. And then he's out there. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah. Come flip. on. Yeah. Flip. <laughs> or no, flick. Flick. I call him flip. It's flick. And I'll the kids that. literally were like, no, it's okay. The kids were like, is flick a name? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> like, back in the 20s, it was. Yeah, back in the way back when. <laughs> um, they're in an in Indiana suburb, like yeah. right on the border of Indiana, Illinois. So some of the things were great. But I just had a house guest, before we move on, who is, grew up in the Cleveland area. Okay. They filmed A Christmas Story in Cleveland. Ah. And the Higbees. Oh, yes. The Higbees, where he's at the mall and he sees, you know, Ralphie sees Santa and slides down. My buddy Kyle, uh, his dad did that every year growing up. He told Santa what was going on, what he wanted, and he would slide down. So that is in Cleveland. That's and if the you, thing. And if you travel to Cleveland now... They've made the house yeah, no, I, with the lamp, a tourist spot. I've been going to Cleveland. And go. did you go do it? I did, and it was one of the things where it was one of the things where you know we're talking to people from there, and they were like, "Oh yeah, there's literally uh, the Indians game and the 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 Christmas Story house. Those are the two biggest things in Cleveland. Well, hold and, on. and the stamp that and, says free and, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. We I stayed close to the Hall of Rock and Roll. I went there when I was a kid, so maybe I'm plane that like it looked awesome because Aerosmith wax figures were there but maybe you know yeah I was 12 I mean there's it's I, I, I'll be honest with you I thought Cleveland was pretty rad for what it's worth hey Brewmaster Jay getting a chub right now he's he's loving it he's like fuck yeah he's dads like, yeah you love yeah, Cleveland yeah pause this tell me again uh, rewind back 15 <laughs> Yule Yule sorry Yule <laughs> shoot your eye out let's go to sports real quick uh, I don't think we have a lot to talk about other than a fucking, you know, major perv coach getting fired. But perv other coach. Yeah, perv coach. Okay. But we will give updates on the Niners, the Bears, all that stuff. Can we just jump in the hole real quick? I'm going to jump in. What's the backstroke? I'm going to backstroke. <laughs> We are back in the deep gash, slightly sweaty hole that is sports, the sports hole. Um, we're going to kick it off with my team, my guys, my fucking guys, the gold and scarlet San Francisco 49ers looking pretty good for the first time in a long time. They look pretty good. Um, it was a great game against Cincinnati Bengals. The, the jinx that was the ref 
of the last <laughs> of the game. They were 0 and 6 since 2015. They beat which I'm telling you when Ayuk went floaty and landed in the end zone and he come out he comes out and he says the ruling on the field stands touchdown and it was like no fucking way I can't believe this is going to happen. So Niners looked good. A couple injuries that were a part of it which I think will be a problem you know as it is this time of the season I think this is, injuries are always an issue. Um but we got our guys, you know, the Debo, yeah. the Kittles, Garoppolo looked funky and, and awkward, but um, we won. We definitely need to win this game. We're looking good. We are seven and six. I mean, that's I don't I don't know. I don't know if I would have said we'd be there, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but here we are. So feeling really, really good, promising against the Falcons at home, which is not really that great of a thing because they, they're not that great at home. You're not. You're uh, you're two and four at home. Home has been like the Achilles, and Matt Ryan could put something together. Do I trust the nine and a half? Maybe not, but I like you to win. I really do. And you guys have a heartbeat. You have a fucking pulse right now. I like hope so. ride that to as long as you can. Yeah. Um, Arizona said DeAndre Hopkins is out now for a while. The Rams, despite winning Monday Night Football, they had lost three out of the four before that. So it's like. You guys keep winning with an extra game. Seven and six does not look bad. You have yeah. four games to go. Yeah. One of them is against Atlanta, so you should win that at home. You should. And then next Don't one. fucking lose this week, Chris. That's right. We can't lose this week. And the next one after that is the Titans, which, again, they can go either way. The Niners can go either way. So, um, yeah, we got some games ahead of us. But, yeah. um, but we gotta we got to keep moving. We're, do, we're in the right direction. Yes. George, George Kittle's spark is what we needed, both on the field, off the field. He's, he's, he's kind of the guy that you want yeah. in, your, in your locker room. Plus, you guys went to overtime against Bengals, and they had the field goal first, but you followed up with a touchdown. That's a nice, just middle finger to, to anyone from Cincy who's listening. Yeah. Like, like that just feels good because, as fans of the Bears and Niners, we don't see that very often. Right. Usually, the field goal hits us, and we're like, "Well, we're still not going to score." Fair. Anyway, how All about right. those Bears? Bears played against the Green Bay Packers last Sunday night. First half looked really great. Looked like they were. You know, taking it to Rodgers and showing him that despite your record of Great ownage, yeah. tonight might be different. Um, well, lo and behold, Aaron came back and owned us in the second half. We had a few really bad calls, I feel like, from the, the refs and the people on the field, the officials. For one, there was a an onside kick, which isn't their fault. This is a bad, bad segment. Cut this. So there was an onside kick where we got it back and ran it in for a touchdown, but... You can't advance the ball as a kicker. So that part sucks. The second thing was a pass interference call that we didn't get because for whatever reason. And then there was another one with uh, like a hold on a punt return where despite returning a punt, we returned another punt pretty deep and they, they called it back. So is what it is. Uh, we We covered in not the major Vegas sense, but we covered in some other ways and... If you remember last episode, I just said, let's see how Fields plays with this I do. environment. Yes. He's young. He's kind of dumb. In the right way. He's, he's full of calm. <laughs> um, but as long as he kind of balances that out as a rook, man, he he can stay. I do not count the Bears out 2022. Yeah. Our left tackle was out too, and that was another. It was replaced by another rookie who we thought would be really, really ready to go. But 
this was like his first start because he had back surgery, and it was like, whoa, you are a rookie. But like back you've surgery got, the rookie? Wow. And, like before even camp started, and it was Oof. like, it was one of those moves where we traded up, kid from Oklahoma State. Um, but if you're a rookie quarterback, you need a, t- a tip-top left tackle, or you do. you're fucked. Yeah, you got to have. So, um, hey, congrats. Keep going. Don't lose. Bears also have four games left um, at this point. It's about getting the new guys some repetitions. That's where we're at. I hear you. Let's talk uh, a couple other quick uh, quick hit sports. Swigs. Kenneth Walker III, Michigan State. We're about two weeks away from the Peach Bowl, December 30th. It's going to be a great the game. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Thank you. In Not a- sponsored content, by the way. In Atlanta. But if yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a Southwest chicken salad whenever you guys want to send it my way, right? <laughs> uh, Kenneth Walker III, the Heisman snub. Who didn't even get the invite? Who was told stay at home, watch from your house, maybe get some Chick Fil A? Ridiculous. Parentheses. Fuck off. Right. Um, he's going to be out, unfortunately, for the Peach Bowl. He's a ninety percent chance of being out. Ankle injuries been bothering him since Ohio State. It looks like he won't be able to play, and he's going to focus on the NFL draft. Um, initial reaction was kind of like, oh, that's too bad. But I found out Pitt's quarterback, who did get the invite for the Heisman ceremony, is out as well. They're both playing the card of we're going to get ready for the next year NFL draft. Um, I don't know. I need to, more time to digest this. Do you have any like initial thoughts on I that? I mean, look, I'll be quick. I think that uh, good for him. I mean, fuck it. Why would you bother playing in this game? You've already done what you need to do. Um, you got the snub. Um, you're risking your potential draft order, your future. I say, yeah. I say take some time. Eat some more Chick Fil A and fucking rest that ankle. Yeah, good for him. I mean, I just I hope they don't look back and regret. That's my only thing. If their NFL thing, if their NFL career turns out to be a handful of years of limited success, sure. And you look back at a year that you more or less dominated people like the Michigan Wolverines right, or nice. uh, Aiden Hutchinson, the end defensive end from Michigan. Um, or mostly the defensive secondary from Michigan. Um, mostly anyone who, f- who Legal Phil roots for. Right. Sorry, Legal you, Phil. You don't want to think, man, I should have just stuck it out. I should have just said, that's where I would have gotten more fulfillment. Yeah. Dollars talk. Dollars talk. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, this day and age, it's all about the, yeah. the fucking cheddar. They want to make that money. Sell out, and it's not a it's not a bad thing. They've been working their whole life for this thing, and they're finally gonna get paid. He's You're like, right. you know what? I'm gonna fucking not gonna put my shit on the line. Good for him. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're gonna do our best to watch it together, Chris and I. Oh yeah, yeah. Bowl yeah. games are big. That's the plan. Another quick swig. Michigan State basketball is up to number twelve in the country. Uh, they are playing with a great defense, and I think they're shooting forty one percent from three. So. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. That's all I want to say. It's too early to really comment. Um, I have a, I have a sports wig for you. Bring it. Sports wig for me. <laughs> nice. Steph Curry just recently got the champion. He's the king of three-pointers. Yeah. He did it in – I think he did a great job. He looked great. I mean, it was an amazing shot. Everyone was trying to make it happen for him. Um Quick little hot take. How do you feel? Steph Curry's must-see TV, man. Yeah. He is the guy that you want to watch NBA for right now. This team, um, despite having a few down years, he was still worth worth watching every night. Yeah. Have you seen how many threes it is that he has now? No. Take a guess. 
5,000. It's not quite that, but that would be insane. <laughs> it's it's in the 2,900 range, okay. 2,900 plus. And him and Ray Allen, who he took over, were right there. And then about 500 back is Reggie Miller. They were both at the game where he, he beat the record. It's bonkers to think you've made almost, you know, 3,000 threes. Like, that's crazy. And, he, and, and he's not done. I mean, he's going to keep going. No. Well, and he, and he makes it's these benefited him. It's benefited him that he had this uh, ankle injury in his first year where he said, I can't drive as much. Right. And if anybody remembers, Mark Jackson was their coach when he got drafted to Golden State. And he kept saying, Steph Curry's the best shooting guard I've ever seen. People thought Mark Jackson was like smoking meth. Like, dude, you're you're weird, and you're going to be gone. This is before Kerr came in. Who looks like the smart guy now? Yeah. He was talking him up from like Jump Street from the very beginning. Yeah. And the ankle injuries and everything kind of worked out. And I, I, I just want to say this. If you haven't seen the graphic yet of the made threes he's oh, had year, year that, by year. See that, yeah. And the, the camera keeps panning out because... The half-court threes, it's not just a one-time. He right. has like 11 of them during the season. Yeah. And then and then the 65-foot shots from behind the half-court, there's like three a year. And you're like, you don't, you guys don't play defense on him anymore? Right. I saw one who was literally in the stands. It was, it was like, He was like warming up. And he was like just messing around. And he literally just yeah. like tossed one up. Well, that one doesn't count for I the know, record. But, but, but it's a great but video. All it, is, all it is is show the guy, the guy can find the hole. You know that was his first... Attempt as well of course in that video. Was. Of course, they was. literally were like, "Before you go in the tunnel," and he just said, "Yeah, okay." And he just, he's yeah, bonkers, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's he's he, he's just must see TV, yeah. dude. You have to watch him. Yeah, I agree. Don't you just laugh watching him? Yeah, it's. I mean, and he, the way he does it was such. You know, he he's so cool with the way he just delivers. It's just a full. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's he, amazing. He's one of the Splash Brothers, and I, I think everyone thinks this, but I'm just gonna say it. Even when he shoots a free throw, the way the ball like swishes through yeah. the net yeah. is something where it's like no one else shoots that smooth yeah. every single time. No wonder he can back up 16, 20, 35 feet and just also, find it. You say he's one of the Splash Brothers. He is the Splash Brother, right? Right. Well, yeah. Clay, yeah, Clay's I the mean, other he's, one. He's the, he's but the... only because Clay. Clay needs to go to somebody's birthday party, you know, like right, you know, right, he, right. he's not the guy, but right. he's he's. I mean, he's great, up. but he's not. He's yeah, he's, he's not some terrific runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, another quick swig. Get it? Kind of swig. Yeah, another quick swig. Hey, uh, this COVID uh, recently, despite it being a big deal for the last you know year and a half, it's really come to fruition these last couple of weeks. Yeah. We're seeing huge people getting taken out on NBA and NFL. Um, the Bulls have postponed now two games for wow. sure. Okay, which you know in in Goodell land in the NFL, which is the other sport being impacted, they're threatening forfeits. So they better have people ready to step up. NBA, they're just going. We're going to replay it later, which is you know as a Bulls fan, it's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, Bulls had ten people on the protocol, which I'm not surprised. If you have two, how is it not right everywhere? Um, are you surprised it took this long to get everybody to get it? Because, you know, a lot of the people getting it are already vaxxed as well. Right. This is just a different variant. Do you, right. do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I, I feel like, um, am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised. Uh, it, you said if there's two people that have it, then more have it. Right. So this is two that know about it or two that have been tested and that are positive that are, you know, 
letting people know. Um, as far as the NFL is concerned, I've heard they have there's at least maybe it was this morning I heard no plans to postpone any games at all. Like that's the thing. They're like they're from not NFL from NFL. They don't have a timeline to do it. NBA has a little bit more bandwidth, but you're right. right. NFL's like we're like they're sticking to the hard line that they drew. Right. So yeah, I mean, look, uh, we've talked about it before. I feel like we're at the point now. People are like, not to say it's not a big issue because it totally is, but the Omicron or is not that big of an issue when it comes to people being worried about it. I don't, I don't think people are as concerned anymore. People are now vaccinated, so they're not heavily impacted. Um, me speaking for myself, I was vaccinated and got it. It didn't it hit me like a cold. You know. know, and you know what? You were brave enough to share that and last time. And so when everyone is, when anyone is against the booster vaccine, I go, go listen to this episode. Yeah. Because this guy got it after all that. Yeah. And he was actually a couple and, days of runny nose. And who, and, and who knows? Who knows if I would have been worse or whatever? I don't know. Chris, the odds are you would have been yeah. worse. So it's okay to say so, that. Yeah. So, so, so I think that, um, to, to, you know, sum it up, I think. It's terrible, obviously. You know, you don't want to see these people get sick, but I, I think that in the grand scheme of it all, yeah, I think, I mean, look, people get colds and, and flus and everything else during the season. It's a long season, both NFL and NBA. Um, it's fucking ripping through part it right of it, now. Yeah. And it is part of it. I think even last year we were, I was almost underwhelmed by the lack of COVID stuff, but the fact that it's here now, yeah, it's just time time yeah. due. Yeah. Uh, last swig? Last wig, one of my favorites, because I think it's such a fucking sign of the times, and it it just goes to show, Urban Meyer, uh, cut. Yeah, straight fired, fired midnight today, um, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. R.I.P. to Urban Meyer. Sounds like it's kind of like his mo. Like it's kind of like he 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 probably was stoked about it. He, I'm sure he got a signing bonus. He's going to be fine. Um, a, how do you feel? B where does he go next, you think? A, he feels like he's golfing tomorrow. He's got totally. $10 million coming through still. Um, the fact that the, the the timeline, a lot of these articles have taken the, the point of saying, let's start from the beginning and work our way down. How is he just getting fired now was kind of my initial response. Yeah, I agree. I just, I hope the Jacksonville Jaguars don't like linger with him too long. Like if they come out and get a win or two right away, that's the best thing that school can, can use. So, School? Um, sorry, that's the. They feel like a college because they're so bad <laughs> in the NFL. Um, they feel so mm, kind of undermanned that I'm really rooting for them now, so that they get past this era. Because if even half of the reports are true, from what he was doing to his assistant coaches, kicking the, him and stuff. The, well, kicking his kicker, but the passive yeah, yeah. aggressive. Oh, yeah. Explain to me on your resume how you've been a winner because I've been a winner my whole life, like. This guy takes zero accountability on being two and eleven, and you know, sticking his fingers up jeans, jeans girl, white stone, jean girl's butthole. You know, I mean, hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no. When I mean, you're an NFL coach and you're under that level of visibility, totally, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot, especially when you're married and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. fucking, come on, dude. Come I hope B going forward if he ever comes back to TV. That he goes to like a really shitty network. I'm talking like NFL network, like level low. Oh, like wow. Maybe even MLB network as a consultant to say NFL's coming. I'm, I'm your guy to, to let you know 
that another sport is coming to invade your viewers. So you're saying he, you should, he should like arena football. Like he's yes, he should, he should be gone. Yeah, Chicago Rush or higher. Still have arena football? I don't even know. Yeah, me either. Yeah. The Rock invested in something. I don't think it's arena, but it might be the XFL again. Okay. Like, like take a break, dude. You yeah. never ever took a break when you were supposed to when you left Florida. So fuck off, dude. I hear you. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, okay. Not a fan. Okay, good. Wrap it up. That's cool. good. Sports weights. Glug, glug. All right. <laughs> so, as anyone who listens to this podcast knows, the dads also are big moviegoers and yeah. movie watchers, and we talk in movie quotes. I, I, exactly. Right? Yeah. We wanted to have a little bit of a segment, because we didn't get to do one, really, uh, of season two, of maybe like a fall or holiday movie preview because love it for whatever reason it's maybe it rhymes with movid um a lot of studios have moved a lot of their big releases to the end of the year right and chris and i were just talking about how december feels like the first month in a while where there's there's a half dozen releases where we're like let's go to the theater like let's go check this out because it's worth it we're granted some of them are on streaming as well but Every year, for those who don't know, Oscar movies, Academy Award potential movies, are pushing their... The studios push those potential movies to the end of the year because they want them fresh in your mind when the nominations come out. Well, last year was a wash, right? Like, it didn't matter. It was like, uh, we can't go open in theaters. Who will buy us? Netflix, Amazon Prime, whatever. HBO Max. HBO Max came out around Christmas and said, we're going to do something crazy. Let's put the movie... On Max right away. Right. I'm here for that. I love it. The first one was Wonder Woman. Yeah. 1984, which was last Christmas. Never watched it, but yeah. We watched it Christmas night with the kids. Sucked. (laughs) But we still believed in the idea. Yes. So we just, I, we, I wanted to talk about all these great movies coming out in December and make sure that you guys are either aware of what they are or if you see a preview for it, know that the dads talked about it and the Maybe it's worth listening and going to watch. Heard it here first. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Let's start at the top. Okay. Top anticipated movie for me of December, which again is right now, is Spider-Man. Okay. No Way Home. Okay. The third movie of Tom Holland's in the MCU. The movie that promises to be the craziest, strangest Spider-Man movie yet, despite, you know, or instead of... Uh, into the Spider-Verse, which is animated. We've seen villains show up from the Tobey Maguire movies, the Andrew Garfield movies. Like, this is a fanboy whose pre-cum never quite leaves <laughs> the station. It's always there. It never hardens because it's just freshly... Full 70 all the time. Yeah. How do you do it? He, he pre-cums out of his wrist like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going Saturday with the intern. Mr. Mel bought me a ticket, and I nice. said, I'm, nice. I'm coming. Uh, I'm pumped. It's a movie where I don't want to be spoiled after the fact because there's you see potential cameos yeah, yeah, yeah. abound. Yeah. Um, any any interest from, from the other dad on the other side of the table? No, I mean, I would, I would definitely go see the movie. I, I'm a Spider-Man guy. Grew up reading the comic books. I've seen a handful of the movies. Um, but no, I'm not like, I mean, you're you're like into it. I don't know. A lot of the movies you're talking about, I don't know anything about. So I, you could probably tell me, give me like the subject matter of the movie, and I wouldn't even know what movie you're talking about, except for maybe Spider-Man. I was going to say, you, you've seen the preview? I have. Okay, so you know that 
it does pull in other universes. Which I'm excited about. The right. whole Doctor Strange thing, which I think there's a whole thing there. I will see I will see it. Okay. Um, I'll go with you. Yeah. Because I'll need to see it again. Again, okay. Um, Sony once wanted to show other Spider-Men in the trailer by rumor. The Marvel Universe said don't. So there is that feeling of we know what's coming, but we don't want it confirmed. We being the nerds going to see it right away. But that's okay. I won't spoil it for you. We're still going to go see it. And I'm bringing my wife. I'm bringing my wife. Oh, And wow. you know... She's been like that real tug of war. Are you sure you want to go? Because if you don't go, I have someone else I can ask. Little <laughs> Chris. Um, but she goes, lately she went like this. She went, Jim, why would I need to go see a movie that's already been made? Because she's of the belief camp that every movie, Marvel movie is the same. Done. It follows a formula. Uh, I'm like, you're not wrong. But this is one where you might get to go... Like, this is going to serve so many fan boys and girls of ones who were like, I loved the old Spider-Man movies. Like, someone in that meeting stood up and said, let's just bring everybody in. And, and it was like, yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. No, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another big movie I'm excited for uh, is already out. Do you like slow burn movies, Chris? Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Do you like old Western movies with, uh, you know, graphic nudity? Oh, we, um, uh, yes, graphic nudity. Huge fan. Yeah. Do you like, you said Doctor Strange. Do you like Doctor Strange? Yeah. I mean, is that when you sit on your hand and masturbate with the other hand? Yeah, but you have to call him Doctor the whole time. He wears a little thing on his ear. He has a white glove on. Yeah, he has a white glove on. <laughs> For cleaning up. A latex glove. <laughs> yeah, then I recommend The Power of the Dog. Oh, Okay, great. Currently on Netflix. <laughs> that sounds really good. That sounds good. It's supposed to be one of those movies where at any point tension boil could could boil over and you're fighting somebody or there's a violent scene. And from what I've read, it's got one of the best last frames of a movie. So when when me, when I read something like that, I think you're not supposed to get it until the very end. Sure. And then it sinks in and it's like, like oh, I get let's it. take a step back. Yeah. Exactly. And check it out. Sure. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Okay. Jesse Plemons, who they're, they're married in real life. That's thick boy, Jesse Plemons. Landry from Friday Night Lights. Um, the, the security guard cop in Date Night. What are you, what are you thinking of? I'm thinking of Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Bad. He's yeah. I, I, um, Todd. He's in the movie as well. Chris, the best thing about this movie is it's on Netflix now. The power of the dog. And it's not about the power of the dog, you know, style. It's just the power of the dog. It's a Western slow burn with a with a fucking ending scene that's supposed to be just like, like a thunderclap. Power of the dog. Chris, I haven't watched it yet, but it's supposed to be awesome. I mean, I mean I, I've seen some clips or seen some things and I didn't know that's what it was called. So yeah, okay. I've seen Todd from... Uh, El Camino. Benedict Cumberbatch is the main guy too, and he's a total asshole. Uh, another big movie coming out this month: The Matrix Revolutions. I'm excited about this. Which I don't know about you. I went back and rewatched one, two, and I'm in the middle of three right now, just to see if there's anything I could like pick up on. I I like being in the dark on this movie, but guess what? I'm in. It's going to come out on HBO Max on the 22nd. Yep. I'm going to look for a chance to go to theaters for it. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm excited about it. I feel like it's kind of been a 
long time coming. I'm, I was a huge fan of one. It was a great movie. Um, my wife literally saw a preview today. She's like, is there a new Matrix coming out? And I wanted to you know, oh, smack in the back of the head and be stuff. like, you're so, you have no concept of, of shit. But yeah, she's like, oh, that, I bet that'll, she's like, I bet that'll be good. I was like, I'll text her yeah, later. Be good. I'll text her tomorrow and be like, did you know there's a new Matrix movie? She's like, yeah, I'm so excited about it. So yeah, we'll watch that for sure. Um, I would say most likely on HBO Max or whatever. But It'll be hard to pass up on when it's so When close. it's so available, you're like, oh, let's watch this tonight. Since Succession's fucking over. We'll save that for next Sorry. week in terms yeah. of best of for the year. Right? Definitely. Okay. Uh, I'm excited I'm, about that. I'm going to jump right to the next one, uh, and that's Don't Look Up. Another really interesting movie from Adam McKay, who's done uh, The Big Short, which was really you know relevant at the time. And also, it, it's a Netflix movie. So it's in theaters oh, okay. today, okay. but on the 24th, it'll be on Netflix. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, they're... Low-level astronomers, uh, you know, telling people, hey, there's an asteroid coming. And the, the the sad reality is nobody gives a fuck. Right. They're on their phones. No one cares. Yeah. And it's like a biting satire of what might happen if something like this ever happens. Yeah. So um, McKay also made Vice, where Christian Bale was Dick Cheney. It was like a really strong performance. Not a great movie, but great, great performance. I'm watching this as soon as I can. Yeah. No, I've seen previews. It looks really good. It's... I, I've, from what I've heard, it's a ton of cameos. Um, Jonah Hill looks great. Yeah, it it, it looks great, and I I've heard the uh, you know again the last scene or the, the end of the movie is exactly what it should be. Really, like what they say. So, oh well, okay, whatever that means. Another movie that's coming out this year. It might be a huge Oscar favorite. I wasn't really looking forward to it until I saw that it had like ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's Steven Spielberg's retelling of West Side Story. Sure. Which, okay, it was a classic in the 60s, 61 or whatever. A lot of critics are saying Spielberg, like, upped his game. Like, this is this is actually better than the original. I don't even know how that happened. He fixed okay. some things. Yeah. But I feel like this is one that if your partner or your wife doesn't really want to watch Spider-Man or a slow burn on at home and you got to go to theaters for something, this is, might be a good one to go to where you could kind of be entertained but also go like, yeah. this is actually really good. Yeah. No, but I, I did hear that this movie fixes a couple of the things that, you well, know... They really... They cast like real Puerto Ricans as opposed to last time they like... years. That's I was their say, faces brown, which is terrible. What's the I mean, problematic thing? Years ago, but yeah. Um, no, I'm excited for it. That's, that's great. I... I, I don't know if I'll watch it. It won't be my first one, but I'll probably I'll check it out. Well, we're, there's a couple more, but it, think about it in that realm of maybe your wife wants to go see something that is in theaters but not at home. That might be a good one to go see. And they're, again, the critics are saying this could be the big Oscar movie of the year. Yeah. Any of those uh, movies, and again, that's Spider-Man, No Way Home, that's The Power of the Dog, Matrix Revolutions, West Side Story... Uh, don't look up. I'm going to watch as many of them as I can in, in December. But I do want to just give a quick shout out that my Alamo Draft House gig has sort of opened up. And I've been able, I've been fortunate enough to go to the theater lately, dr- dressed up as Buddy the Elf. Love that. Doing my shows, bringing a little bit of extra joy, happiness to people. I, I'm really happy that's back. And, you know, it made me just realize that Elf is is going to stand the test of time. Elf has so many good features about it. And so 
it half of my love here is for the theater because we're back and I'm able to have you know God bless the Alamo you know electric jellyfish and a and a pizza and whatever preach but it's also like oh my god there's 200 people here who love the movie Elf who are quoting along and singing along and, and engaging and being interactive the best I love it um, Elf might get a little less respect than I think it deserves I think people yeah. kind of over overlook it I'm not sure why but Elf, yeah. Elf kills me man Elf yeah. is Elf, Elf will make you laugh Cry and, and feel like Christmas is and coming. And my kid likes Elf. My wife likes Elf. I like Elf. It's got all the things. It hits all the buttons. I, I'm not I'm not mad at Elf at all. I yeah. Like, I, I like Elf. All right. Think about that comment I made for Elf because I want you to have an opportunity to talk about it. I know yeah. you want to talk about your favorite holiday movie. Uh, let's score the beer first. The Yule Shoot Your Eye Out from Carbach out of Houston. It's a red beer with, like I think, orange malt and uh, some caramel malt caramel malt thank you and citrus twist there it is we triple dog dare you to find a better holiday ale I've had a lot of holiday ales in you my have, you've done craft, some advent action. advent box from yeah. witchcraft and uh, this is really tasty I wonder if this is in there I don't know maybe you got a couple more days left we do yeah so I have my it's score. The second drink. It's sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, yeah. The second drink is where the citrus kind of really comes through, dude. I agree. I agree. I had a score and it's going up. Yeah, mine went up. As you know, our scoring system is all relative to whether you buy it again, um, whether you, we recommend it to someone else. Here's where I'm at: seventy-four, right under where you'd buy it again. Where I'd buy it again. Wow. I've been having a lot of these Christmas sales and. Carbach, I think I think they're a little inconsistent mm. in terms of what I'm expecting. They usually let me down. This one did not let me down. I'm going to give it a strong 83, mm. where I would recommend it. I don't know if I'd go buy it right away because Christmas sale is so seasonal. It's hard on these seasonals. You're right. You're right. 78 and a half seems about right. Um, it does sound right. I did have a great peppermint porter Christmas ale that maybe edges this. This is probably top two or three of those Christmas beers where if you liken it to eggnog or any kind of weird oh, Christmas man, drink, I'm excited for eggnog. it's so good for the first one or the second one. You 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 can't have 11 of these. No you know what way, I mean? This no is way. definitely in the same boat. So it is that kind of a mindset. So yeah. I'm okay with mine. 83 for me, 74 for Chris. Chris, um, I feel a 78.5 is a valid score for this. Yeah. Yeah, collectively. We'd recommend you go get this one as one. I might order it again. You might just go, what else you got? And, and we'll call it a day. Or if I saw it at some place, we were at a Christmas party and it was there, I'd be like, oh, I know what this is about. And it's good. And I'll have one. Right. Any kind of, any kind of seasonal is seasonal for a reason. Like, right. let's not try and right. pretend we're being nice to something. They don't want it out year-round because in June, this wouldn't make any it, it wouldn't sales. Play. It wouldn't play. You're right. Final thought. You mentioned Elf, which, again... It's top three Christmas movies for me. So here's my new section, a new segment we're calling Hear Me Out. All right? And we're ending with a Hear Me Out. Hear this now. I like it. What's Hear Me Out? So I don't know what Hear This Now. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm just saying it as a general. I think it feels like a spikely time. Not... But go ahead. Hear Me Out, bro. Hear, hear This Now. Okay, but it's called Hear Me Out. Um, all right. Elf, great movie. I think it has all the components of a great Christmas movie. It has... It has a moral. It has kind of a love interest, that kind of thing, which is great. 
It also has a lot of Christmas things. Will Ferrell is great. It has a lot. It's probably one of the most perfect movies you could have, except for this one perfect Christmas movie. And as you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know it's not Die Hard. Because Die Hard, in my opinion, is not a Christmas movie. Because this segment is called Hear Me Out, Hear which me out. you're driving. This is my thing. Okay, yeah. here, let me just... Yeah. The best Christmas movie right now, anywhere, is not Christmas Story. Which, again, you'll shoot your eye out. Little plug. You thought I was going to say it. I'm not. It's Christmas Vacation. It is the best Christmas movie, hands down. In my opinion, it's better than the original Vacation. It has all the pieces. Cousin Eddie. It has the light scene. It has, you know, uh, Margot and Todd. That's great fucking characters, by the way. I don't know, Margot. Why is the carpet wet, Todd? Fucking great. Love that whole thing. It has the Malikilikimaka... Uh, pool scene it's got by Bing Crosby by Bing Crosby it's got the the attic where he's in the attic wearing all the clothes it has literally top to bottom start to finish the animated scene in the very beginning to the very end is a consistent hard 10 hard 10 the 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 fucking sled scene is amazing the getting the Christmas tree is amazing the the when he's getting the Christmas tree and he has all the sap on his hands and he's doing the, you know, he grabs her hair and gives her a kiss goodnight. That's a total Chevy Chase yeah. moment. It, it's got everything. It's got everything top to bottom. Better than better than Home Alone. Better than Elf. Better than all of them. Hear me out. Well, I don't disagree with anything you just said. I would agree. Last week, I, I think I spoke uh, about the side boob that I experienced as a young lad uh, <laughs> young during lad. that movie. Um, my recent family guest, Uncle Kyle and Aunt Lauren, came through and said, we listened to the movie while I was driving because I couldn't watch it. And they were so pleasantly surprised at how many good one-liners the movie That's had. the best. The movie doesn't have any fat on it. The movie no. is no, very right. like, yeah. like to the point. It also doesn't have Christmas on it. Huh? It never gets to Christmas Day. It, that's like the it's a, it's a great little fun fact about it. If you ever want to say the best Christmas movie actually never gets to Christmas. It ends on Christmas Eve. Um, it's all about the build up to Christmas, but it never actually gets to Christmas. I'm not using that as a Here's why you're wrong. It's more of just a fun fact to throw okay, out there, okay? okay? Interesting, okay. Um, every character it, it tries to like one-up each other. So again, there's no fat on this movie. Every every bit of this movie is like a great 90 to 100 minutes of just great, great humor. Um, so let me ask you. Are you ready to redefine your what is a Christmas movie? Uh, I'm going to go year to year on this, and I would say I'm not ready to redefine, but oh. the movie I'm most looking forward to this year for Christmas is uh, a guilty pleasure. It's it's probably Love Actually. <laughs> nice. You, that's one of your favorite movies of all time. That's one of your top movies. Well, it, I watch it only during Christmas, and for whatever reason, I dread watching it, and then I watch it, and I go, this movie's great. It's got that British... British humor and, and Hugh Grant and you Liam Neeson and you're like, 
Alan Rickman, big fucking rest in peace. It's almost like, yeah, I'll watch this. Um, I'm also going to watch Die Hard and probably Lethal Weapon. And it's not about a Christmas thing, but it's because it's just tradition at this point. Yeah. I think next year when we talk about this, it's more about tradition and, and what you do and, and and there's no judging. But as someone who works at Alamo Draft House, Christmas Vacation, in terms of comedies, is by far the best Christmas movie comedy of all time. Like, that movie still makes me gut bust. Oh, like totally. When when Chevy Chase, to it, yeah. When Chevy Chase goes to the attic, oh, gets locked up, come on. and he pulls up in the trunk, and I know what's coming, where he's going to have his elbow-length gloves, he's his fucking, cold. you know, like, shawl, and a, and a fucking fur, fur shoulder length. I don't know what it's called. Like a mink. I cannot help but just laugh yeah. my ass off. Yeah. So this is the this is the time of the year where two things happen. One, the Academy Awards favorites start to drop their movies, and despite COVID, it's happening. Two, watch something you're familiar with. Have some form of tradition with. We just acknowledge Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story. Thank you, Carbach. Picking out an action movie while raising your hand and going, hey, this is an action movie. It's not a Christmas movie. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm if Die Hard's on, I'm watching it. Well, and, I, and I like and I and like Die Hard. One. Yeah. Lethal Weapon 1. You could argue Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2 ends it's during more Christmas. Christmas. You know what? You could argue it's more because there's way more snow. There's way more outside in the snow. I guess it's just going to happen. You're not all in L.A. the whole time. And that one had a little bit more of a moral of a story, like a moral. Yeah. Anyway, we could have a whole episode of just talking about Die Hard. Makes me excited for what this dad's pod could end up being We're at there. some point. We're getting there. Um, we've tested the beer. We've enjoyed the beer. We, we gave scored it a, a the beer. Sh- a shout out to the beer. We scored yeah. it. We talked about your new stance as the best Christmas movie. It's on HBO Max. Definitely go check oh, yeah. it out. Oh, yeah. We gave our sports whole topics, and we're probably right at about an hour now. So yeah. let's 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 wrap this up. I'm wrap good. Up. I'm good too. Um, we have a lot going on. Happy holidays to everyone that's you know celebrating in, in whatever way you celebrate. We have been the dads. We will be watching the Bears, the Niners. Um, we've been drinking. You'll shoot your eye out from Carbock Brewing. Um, I've been Chris. That's been Jim. We're the dads. Have a good rest of your week.